0: July 12th as we look into the New Testament our reading today will be from the book of Romans chapter 1 verses 1 through 17. The Gospel of God that's what this contains God has good news it is promised in the Old Testament and centered in Jesus Christ he came to Earth as a Jew died and rose again and he saves all who will trust in him he alone purchased salvation and this message must be preached to the whole world. Why? Because the gospel alone is the power of God to salvation. Paul was gripped by the gospel. His whole life was controlled by it. Called to be an apostle, he felt himself a debtor to the whole world. Through his church, God is calling people to Jesus Christ. Has the gospel gripped you? E. Stanley Jones wrote, Religions our man's search for God. The gospel is God's search for man. There are many religions, but only one gospel. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 12th, Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. This letter is from Paul, Jesus Christ's slave, chosen by God to be an apostle and sent out to preach His good news. This good news was promised long ago by God through His prophets in the Holy Scriptures. It is the good news about His Son, Jesus, who came as a man, born into King David's royal family line. And Jesus Christ, our Lord, was shown to be the Son of God when God powerfully raised Him from the dead by means of the Holy Spirit. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey Him, bringing glory to His name. You are among those who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ, dear friends in Rome. God loves you dearly, and He has called you to be His very own people. May grace and peace be yours from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say first of all, THAT YOUR FAITH IN GOD IS BECOMING KNOWN THROUGHOUT THE WORLD. HOW I THANK GOD THROUGH JESUS CHRIST FOR EACH ONE OF YOU. GOD KNOWS HOW OFTEN I PRAY FOR YOU. DAY AND NIGHT I BRING YOU AND YOUR NEEDS IN PRAYER TO GOD, WHOM I SERVE WITH ALL MY HEART BY TELLING OTHERS THE GOOD NEWS ABOUT HIS SON. ONE OF THE THINGS I ALWAYS PRAY FOR IS THE OPPORTUNITY, GOD WILLING, TO COME AT LAST TO SEE YOU, FOR I LONG TO VISIT YOU so I can share a spiritual blessing with you that will help you grow strong in the Lord. I'm eager to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. In this way, each of us will be a blessing to the other. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see good results, just as I have done among other Gentiles, For I have a great sense of obligation to people in our culture and to people in other cultures, to the educated and uneducated alike. So I am eager to come to you in Rome, too, to preach God's good news. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the very power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, Jews first and also Gentiles." This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life.
1: Um, So what I just saw is that an issue that continues to persist uh, among us who confess Christ as Lord are seasons in which we walk in the desert, seasons in which we struggle with doubt, seasons in which uh, we kind of are are barely hanging in there. And if we are not careful, we will pretend that that's not where we are and instead play the part of, here's where I raise my hands and here's where I take notes and here's when I come to group. what I say about, and in essence we begin to pretend that we're not where we are and hear me, that's dumb. Why? Like your conversation with other believers, your conversations in your groups, your conversations with those who are in your life pursuing Jesus Christ with you should be right around this subject. It's dry. I'm tired. I'm struggling with doubt. I don't get this. I'm losing faith. Why would you pretend that's not where you are? I love you. That's idiotic. The reason why I habitually come back to trying to teach you that the entire Christian life from beginning to end is marked by confession and repentance is that if you get away from that, you get away from an open, honest this is where I am type of relationship with other believers. And instead, find yourself pretending or wearing the clothes of someone who has it all together. You rob yourself of the ability for the body of Christ to be what she is meant to be. And that is at times the tangible experience of God's grace and mercy for you. So we confess, I'm, I'm in the desert, man. And I don't know how much longer I can survive out here. But listen to me: you'll never outgrow confession and repentance ever. It doesn't matter how long you're a Christian. Doesn't matter. You, you also. Uh, I don't know that you'll ever outgrow seasons of being in the desert. God accomplishes profound things in the dry times. And so, what we must learn to. Exercise week in and week out, month in and month out, year in and year out, whether obedience feels like breathing air or obedience feels like a full out assault on our hopes and dreams is an openness and authenticity to say, I'm in trouble. I'm jammed up. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm lonely. I've been reading my Bible and I can't remember the last time the the Lord spoke to me through his word. And and so what happens when you refuse to do that is what we're doing here, it gets really goofy. It gets really dumb. I don't, like this isn't what pleases the Lord. A broken and contrite spirit pleases the Lord. That's what the Bible teaches. And so what we need to learn to trust the Lord in that while simultaneously being honest that that's where we are. If, listen to me. God hadn't asked you to be Superman or Wonder Woman. He hadn't asked that of you, but he has asked is honesty, openness, and contrition.
0: Psalm 9 verses 13 through 20. Lord, have mercy on me. See how I suffer at the hands of those who hate me. Snatch me back from the jaws of death. Save me so I can praise you publicly at Jerusalem's gates, so I can rejoice that you have rescued me. The nations have fallen into the pit they dug for others. They have been caught in their own trap. The Lord is known for His justice." The wicked have trapped themselves in their own snares. The wicked will go down to the grave. This is the fate of all the nations who ignore God. For the needy will not be forgotten forever. The hopes of the poor will not always be crushed. Arise, O Lord! Do not let mere mortals defy you. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Make them tremble in fear, O Lord. Let them know... They are merely human. Proverbs 19, verses 4 and 5. Wealth makes many friends, poverty drives them away. A false witness will not go unpunished, nor will a liar escape.